This is Show Me Today, the voice of Missouri. I'm Bill Pollack. We're all in favor of affordable energy, but what if it involved nuclear energy? One bill is looking to do that, and it's making the rounds in the Missouri legislature. Senator Curtis Trent is sponsoring a bill that would charge for costs associated with construction work in progress before a facility is operational. He explains his bill to Anthony Moribeth. Essentially, uh, the goal of the legislation uh, is to facilitate the construction of more nuclear power uh, in Missouri. We have a, obviously we have a functioning nuclear power plant that, that provides a lot of uh, good clean energy to the state. Uh, but it's been a long time since that was built, and technology has continued to move on. Uh, so, you know, the the type of nuclear power that I think gets built would be next generation power, and particularly the small modular reactors. Uh, that uh, are beginning to uh, be certified uh, by the uh, by the national government, and uh, and I think are on the on the cusp of being built elsewhere uh, in America. And I'm glad you brought that up because I've been talking about this for a while. I am by no means a scientist or an engineer, but I've always been fascinated by the notion of nuclear energy because to me it seems like. Uh, due to one or two specific incidents, uh, the entire world is like, you know what, I'm not even going to deal with this. It's not worth it. Let's just move on. But I-, I think it's worth mentioning how advanced technology is nowadays. It's made nuclear energy, I guess, more efficient and more cleaner. And uh, I-, I think it's interesting that you want to bring this up for lawmakers to consider. Well, the uh, the technology has continued to advance. Uh, you know, we, we currently use small reactors in a variety of military applications on naval ships. And, of course, you know, these are, these are different technologies, but there are lessons that you can learn. And any time you use a technology, as we have been using nuclear power for decades now, uh, you, you learn more about that, and it becomes a more refined uh, technology. Uh, and what is particularly attractive about modular reactors is that they promise to be uh, more self-contained, uh, smaller footprint, uh, a more easily dispersible technology, so you don't have to have like the, the like the big traditional uh, facility that you think about when you think about nuclear power. These are things that you could put in uh, in in more areas um, uh, that would use existing infrastructure. Uh, that we have already built for, for the uh, conventional uh, reactors, coal, gas, those sorts of things, as those have to be replaced. Um, and uh, and and I think um, uh, these are these are very safe, stable um, facilities as well. Again, we've been using them for a long time. We have a pretty good idea of what to expect from uh, nuclear reactors. Uh, and, uh, and I think the safety of those reactors has only increased as time has gone on and our experience with them has grown. Looking to expand nuclear energy in order to ensure affordable electricity, and we're talking about nuclear energy in 2023. Uh, Who would have thought? I, I also recognize this has been something you've proposed and sponsored in the past, but uh, how do you plan on selling this not only to the public, but to lawmakers at least uh, this time around? Well, I, you know, I think there's there's always still more details to be worked out. And as you alluded to, the financial component, I think, is the, is the, is the biggest component. Uh, because we want to have an energy source that is cheap uh, for the public, uh, that protects uh, Missouri's status as, a, as one of the more low energy cost 
uh, states in the country because that's how we attract businesses, uh, and and it's just good for the average rate payer. Uh, you know, everything is going up in price these days. It seems like uh, we don't want electricity to be one of those things that's rising in cost uh, as well. Uh, so you know, we're uh, looking at a, at a variety of, of language on uh, clawbacks for investments uh, by utility companies uh, and other methods, which hopefully, uh, when combined with the with the modular reactors, uh, already lower cost. Uh, can can create a scenario where these investments could be made without risking a huge, uh, you know, tens of billions of dollars that then that then might get canceled or might have have a problem that would prevent development and and basically cost the taxpayer a lot of money, like you have seen in some other states with other more traditional style nuclear projects. And if you're just tuning in, we're talking with State Senator Curtis Trent here on Show Me today. His proposed legislation looks to expand nuclear energy to ensure affordable electricity. Let's talk a little bit about your opposition. Is it as simple as nuclear energy? No way in in you know what are we even going to consider this? Is it as simple as that because of the uh, so-called pollution to the environment that's been uh, brought up at nauseum in the past? So, in my experience, there's a variety uh, of, of concerns, and I'll, and I'll try to do justice to the to the detractors, uh, because I, I do think that there's a broad sense that we are we need the next generation of energy producing technology, and it's just a question of how we go about getting there. Uh, some folks are concerned about the nuclear waste uh, that is produced. Uh, and how that will be disposed of. Uh, that, that's a problem that we have no matter what. Uh, and, and, it's, uh, and it's a problem, I think, that, that we are solving uh, over time. Uh, a lot of the waste that's produced can be reprocessed and used again. Uh, and of course, uh, the amount of nuclear waste that's produced by any of these kinds of facilities is rel- relatively small in, in actual volume, uh, which is why it hasn't been a problem up until this point, even though technically there's no permanent storage. And the, I think a secondary concern, of course, for, for folks that, that have concerns about carbon dioxide emissions and are trying to move the economy to more solar and uh, wind power, uh, neither of those are what we call base load. Uh, energy production that is Consistent enough and and stable enough that that you can run a grid off of it. Nuclear power is base load power. So if you don't want coal and you don't want gas, uh, as the federal government has has basically prohibited the creation of new coal uh, power plants, then really the only the only other base load that you can replace that with at the scale that we need for the economy is, in my opinion, uh, nuclear power. Uh, so some of the some of those concerns that have been expressed about the waste and the and the other environmental effects over time have diminished as people are looking for ways to sustain a solar and wind uh, based uh, portion of the power supply. Is there? Correct me if I'm wrong. Was there a voter approved ban in place dating back to I don't know? I think like the 1970s related to uh, billing customers for the upfront costs of building nuclear power facilities. Uh, yes, I think that's a fairly accurate characterization. There was a there was a there was a, a vote 
back in the 70s, I believe, uh, and and as a result of that vote, the financial components necessary to build a project at the scale of a nuclear plant was just no longer available. And so that halted any any further development at that time. So in relation to this bill, I know the the support has been along the lines of what you were talking about, trying to ensure electricity remains affordable moving forward, especially considering prices of everything continues to go up. But uh, this time around, uh, are you expecting this to pass this year? And uh, talk a little bit about your level of support that you've received this year. Uh, the support has been pretty good. We've we've engaged uh, everyone that that is interested in this in conversation. Uh, we've tried to uh, work out uh, problems. I think that the bill may evolve a little bit more as it progresses through the process. Uh, but I think that it's pretty safe to say that this idea has gotten further this year uh, than it has uh, for several years now. And uh, was there anything that you had uh, in conclusion before we let you go? Um, I would just like to say that I I think that that on the issue of energy production, like many other issues that face our state, uh, we have to start looking more uh, long term. Uh, what you know, not just what's going to happen in the next few years, but what is our state going to look like 10, 20, 30 years out into the future? We're in a pretty good place right now in terms of energy production because people 30 plus years ago built the infrastructure that we are using today. And so we have to do the same thing for our kids and our grandkids. We have to make the investments today so that they will have the things that they need in the future. This is Show Me Today, the voice of Missouri.